I'm the one who finds it. Oh, oh man, I wanted to mention this. I found out today while I was in class, I was going through uh, the site that I use to like track anime stuff, my anime list. Uh, apparently, there's fantasy anime now, like fan- like fantasy football, where you pick a t- oh, where you pick a team geez. of anime that are going to be coming out this season and choosing which ones will be the be- will be the biggest anime of the season. Hey, this is Sad Boys Two. I'm Jiggly. I'm still Adnan, and I come into this episode after losing Game of Madden 36 to 33, despite the fact that I forced two fumbles on special teams. And not <laughs> not a good day. Not a good day at all. Well, not I, good, uh, not that good game, you know. I started playing a, a dynasty mode where I just like put all the best players onto the Bengals, and I okay. moved up the difficulty like all the way to the like highest difficulty, and um. That was not a good time for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I've done the same with all men, except with being the best possible team ever. I am the Atlanta Falcons, and it's tough. Matt Ryan is not fun to play with uh, in Madden, and I forgot he's on a max contract. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Ryan, oddly enough, he Did got he get traded. traded? Yeah, he got traded in the Colts. Yeah, I saw that. Like, there was something about like him getting traded, but I didn't actually see it from anybody. I don't know what the Colts doing, but I mean, it works because the Falcons need to rebuild. But, yeah. Also, apparently, Urban Meyer did not know who Aaron Donald was because he referred to him as number 99 from L.A., who seemed kind of dangerous. I've never seen this man in my life. <laughs> Urban Meyer is not a great football coach, to be fair. Not a smart man. No. Uh, smarter, you or, you or Urban Meyer? How dare you even ask that? It's obviously Urban Meyer. It's like asking, am I smarter <laughs> than a, a, a six-month-old baby? Like, obviously. Come on now. My my friends got beef with his one month old cousin, which is funny. Or his his one month old nephew. The nephew's not got a name. He's somehow long. I don't know how that even makes sense. And I don't know. Nice. But yeah, there there's rip roaring start to this. Uh, what, what was the other thing that I was gonna mention? I forgot. Whatever. Uh, I do want to start off since we're not specifically talking about soccer yet. Uh, this is this is gonna be a preview for later on in the episode. But we're I was telling Adnan about it early on, which is that uh, during the game, uh, around like six, around the 65th minute, I walked down from the club over to Section 8, and I decided I wanted to go over to say hi to DJ, to DJ Step. Turns out I have no clue where he is. I, I, walked, around, uh, I walked around the east end uh, up to the north end, and, you know, it's quite nice out there. Like, the colonnade uh, of Soldier Field is still, looks still looks really good like as i as i always say uh say when i take my as i always say i take my walk on mondays to the stadium walk around the colonnade's great there and then you also got in the in the stadium as well that those like columns are really cool uh and i gave I, i showed adnan some pictures that i took and then there's also a picture that i took of the city where you can't even see like any of the like well-known buildings of Chicago and this picture of the Chicago skyline. It still looks great. So, you know, it's a great city. It's a great stadium too. Like, you know, like the whole soldier, it's not like a, the perfect stadium in terms of like modernization and whatnot. Yeah. But if you want like a place to go, that's a lovely place to go. It's, it's a great place to be. Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was cold and rainy, but like it was, I've been a mascot before, and I was telling somebody about this when Sparky came out to the tailgate about how back when I was a mascot in high school, 
this is like the perfect weather to be a mascot because it's just cool enough that you're not going to be too hot in the suit. You're going to be just like a normal temperature in the suit. And it's also not rainy enough where like the suit gets damp, but it does keep you cool because it is a bit wet. Yeah. It's like the perfect weather to be a mascot. <laughs> uh, and that's, you know, this is, this is a good city. Chicago is Chicago, a pretty nice place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird how we just kind of live here. But yeah, if only I had a reason to go to Soldier Field. Hey, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> getting, getting on to Damn, the, the, it, You, you saw through my plan. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't, don't worry. You're going to be like, hey, Adam, you want to go tour Soldier Field one day? I'm like, oh, sweet. And I'm looking onto the field and I see a soccer it's, game. It's going to be like, a fire, oh, the fire are playing. You're like, ah. Ah, you got me. Ah, you little rascal. <laughs> I'm just doing laps of the stadium as Monterey security tries to figure out where in the world I'm going. Oh God! So I, it turns out I was up in the north end. You know where the banners are of, uh, like, you know how like you put banners up on uh, the upper levels of the stadium. Turns out I accidentally walked out where the banners are, and I don't think you're allowed to be there. And a Monterey guy ran over to get to me, and I'm just like, okay, hold on, hold on. Before you arrest me, I don't know how I got here either. <laughs> it's, it's not illegal if I don't know what's going on. I am trying to find my way out. Please help me. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of things that uh, that are technically not illegal, uh, somebody broke a seat in Section Eight, and I now have a piece of it at home, and I'm I'm bringing it to Japan with me when I go. <laughs> yeah, Jiggly made the compelling argument in the group chat of they're going to replace the seat anyway, so who yeah. cares? I'm like, like they're going to throw it out. <laughs> it, it is effectively garbage. Yeah, in terms of like their use for it, so you, it's not stealing if it's useless. Exactly. Or worthless. I don't think, at least. If I go in someone's house and then steal garbage from them, well, I, I probably still get arrested because, like, entering is a crime. Yeah, the breaking and entering I part. I won't. I mean, also, for it is it is illegal. Me. It's it's illegal to go through somebody's garbage. I believe. Yeah, but if I'm just taking like an empty milk carton from the top, that's not going through. We've gotten uh, we've gotten I think five minutes into this episode, and we're t- talking about the legalities of stealing an empty milk carton from a, someone's garbage. Should we talk uh, about soccer now? Uh, sure, why not? So it was kind of cup weekend in England, but not really. So uh, who cares? Because like, the FA Cup's kind of irrelevant. Although Crystal I watched, Palace... I watched... Uh, you didn't write this down, but I did see a bit of the uh, Southampton City game on Sunday. Uh, where Southampton actually looked like they were going to do something with it. Like, they actually looked fairly close to hitting an equalizer late in the game. And then City just took off. Yeah, that tends to happen when you play Manchester City. So I know City won, Liverpool won, Chelsea won, and then in the funniest results of the weekend, Crystal Palace thumped Everton. And I, I enjoy watching Everton lose, to be fair. I'm still a petty man. But that was kind of expected. Everton might not get relegated this year, but if they keep Frank Lampard, they might be in trouble again next year because Frank Lampard does not seem like a good coach at this top level, especially with that weak Everton team. There Was, that, a- was Frank Lampard ever a good coach? He was like, has good he done with, something? He was good with Darby, but if for a very small sample size, then got the Chelsea job and wasn't like absolutely horrific, but he was you could tell he wasn't good enough. Like he wasn't Ole bad, but you would see him and you think, oh, he's just not he's just not ready for this, is he? And now he looks even worse at everything because like he doesn't have any good players to bail him out. He did have a magical run at Derby for like a month, which is, you know. Also, it looks like Derby's going to get relegated, unfortunately, so everyone that was dreaming of that Rooney, Rumontada, and Derby fighting off the, the dirty, dirty EFL. It's not going to happen, unfortunately, because Reading 
after getting rid of Poundovich, have gotten results that they needed to. So I think Darby's probably going to go down, which is sad, but is well, I mean, what What's the deficit that they were dealing with? I think they've had a total of like 15 points relegated or 15 points uh, taken off them. So like so they would have been fine, obviously. So yeah. that's five wins back. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been they would have been comfortably safe if not for those. But I, it's like that thing where the EFL punishes a team for having bad owners, and they just want to get rid of the bad owners, but they don't realize they're hurting the team in the process. Like there was one team, it was um, oh, it was Wigan. Wigan had gotten points deductions. Oh yeah, during the I think season, I remember that. And then Wigan were winning games to stay up, and they they were going to be safe, and then the EFL took more points away from them, and it was it was not a good look for the EFL, and the EFL is kind of scummy. Which is a shame, of course, but the politics of football is always kind of <laughs> iffy. Um, once, uh, once, once the game gets off the field, that's when things start to go downhill. Although there was Premier League action, uh, Jesse Marsh got pulled off a remontada of all things with Leeds United coming back from 2-0 down to win 3-2. Wolves did have a man sent off, but it was still a huge result for Leeds and Marsh because as I saw like a tweet, like Jesse Marsh could... Be, have the biggest impact on Europeans viewing Americans in soccer differently than any player has before. Because, oh you know, was, like, an American think, player does well, like, yeah, he's one dude, Clint Dempsey's sick, yeah. but like, if a coach does well, and he's, like, a proper American coach, that's going to be a great look for Americans in worldwide soccer. I know that I saw uh, there was a video of him in the press conference, and they were asking, like, oh, how are the, how are the players, uh, you know, like, have you gotten the trust of the players and all that? And he's just like, well, they don't make fun of my accent, unlike you guys. Which was just like yeah. the best thing. And then, like usually in America, we would make a joke like that, and the press would laugh because, like you know, ha ha joke. In England, they just did not have any of that, and they all just sat in silence as Marsh kind of giggles to himself. <laughs> Which I love that. I loved that part. That that that's for me. Oh, so for for his sake, for my dad's sake, lead stay up. That would be nice. Everything going down would be the dream. I don't want Burnley to get relegated because Burnley are football heritage. As much as people don't like that, but you know, we'll see. If, if we have a slow week, I do want to try, like, we're not going to have another slow week again, like, you know, like we had two years ago, where we just had to start talking about anything. But uh, if we ever have a slow week, I want us to t- figure out uh, what would be the the most, like, quintessential uh, 20 teams in the Premier League. Like, who That's would you fair. want up there? That would be a, that would be an interesting yeah. conversation, especially when you get lower to the table. Like, what would be the perfect Premier League season to have those teams? This current crop isn't bad, which is nice. Yeah. But like Brentford aren't Premier League, although they've 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 done well. I like they that. I like that. I like the fact that they're up here, but yeah, they're not quite like you know who you think of with Premier League at at football heritage and whatnot. Would you have Hull? <laughs> nah, no, they're called the Tigers for crying out loud. <laughs> anyway, how um, is Hull City doing? They I were have near a the friend in Hull. <laughs> I think they were. They're like they're twentieth in the league the, they're twentieth in the championship. Yeah, they're either near the bottom of the championship or at the top of League One. They kind of just like, yeah. and flow there. They made it up to the Premier League like a little while, and then they yeah. went back down. <laughs> they were there for a few seasons at least. They beat reigning champions Leicester City on opening day that one year after Leicester won the league, which was funny. Um, Barcelona run riot against Real Madrid, ultimately winning 4-0 at the Santiago Bernabeu. It's obviously too late for that to really matter on the league standings, but Barcelona looks really good. It might just be like that time, man, you looked really good with Ole when the games didn't matter, and once the games do matter, Barcelona's going to crumble. But for now, Barcelona look really good, which is, you know, nice, because obviously some people don't like Barcelona, but for a lot of most, like, neutrals, 
Barcelona or club people can look and think like, ah, yes, Barcelona. Nice. Hey, like, you know, a good Barcelona is a good league, or at least a good Barcelona is good, you know. For world football. It's good for world, world uh, football, despite, you know, I don't like Barcelona in general, but although, I mean, they're going back to like, as I, I think I said this a different episode, but like, they're no longer, go- they look like they're no longer trying to be Galacticos Barcelona. They're trying to be, you know, a team that builds out of their, uh, academy again yeah and i mean they've got lucky with the fact that they've had an absolutely magical academy right now well they always do <laughs> no but like the, the past few like this this current crop of like yeah. the gavi and pedri and it's something else um but we'll see how they do next year that'll be the big thing um inter milan have just become bottle jobs apparently they've dropped points once again so now the top of Serie A, i think it's ac milan's in first they're three points ahead of Napoli, who are in second. And then Napoli are three points ahead of Inter, who do have a game in hand, to be fair. But even if Inter do win that hypothetical game in hand, AC Milan will still be three points ahead of them. Because Inter Milan have dropped, uh, have tied three out of the last four. AC Milan have won three straight. AC Milan could actually win the league somehow. I've just realized Juve are close. Juve have won four straight games, and they're, they're only seven points behind. Imagine if Juventus wins the league this season, despite being horrific. Oh, also, during the Champions League, uh, Juve lost to Villarreal. I don't know what the other Champions League scores were. Nice. Let me pull that up real quick, because I didn't put that in the game plan. I think that, those games were last week, because the inevitable march of time never stops, and it's horrifying to think about. Um, Chelsea got Charlie. by Lille. Yeah. Villarreal. Did we talk about Manu getting... Oh, no, we didn't. Manu got eliminated by Atletico, partly because of bad refereeing, partly because Manu just aren't really that great at the moment. They're a team in transition, so it was kind of expected. Cristiano Ronaldo absolutely does stink now right now, though. If there was one game I would have expected him to show up, it would have been at home to Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. <laughs> but he's 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 passed. He's washed. So uh, move on from him in the summer, please and thank you. And then Benfica beat Ajax, which is a uh, W for pragmatic football fans like me. Because I heard so many things about the beautiful football Ajax plays and how fun they are to watch and blah, 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 blah. And then they lose in the Champions League to Benfica at home. Hey, Ajax is heritage. Yeah, but I I just don't want, I don't like when people talk about <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, a team because they play attractive football. I could you know, not care this less. Is, I, this is why our dynamic works so well because, you know, I'm I'm the one out here being the romantic, like out, outside of the game, like taking pictures, like, wow, it's really beautiful out. And then you're the one who's like, there's a game going on. When I go to a game, <laughs> I, go to a my, game. I go to my seat and I stay in there for 90 minutes, <laughs> maybe get a hot dog. But that's it. They're playing a I was, game. I always think about that when I go to because the perfect example. Of this is when we used to go to fire games together. You would get there like an hour before the game starts, tailgate, hang around, you know, be a part of the match day environment. I would get there an, a minute before kickoff. <laughs> Pretty much. I would. Like, I, I was there to watch a football match, and that was all. That was you all. You would I find to... me. <laughs> yes, because you would. You would be there, and I remember I had to, the one time I drove you. You're like, oh, we gotta go now early, and I went now early, and like I had no beef with doing that with you because you know one time thing. <laughs> it was kind of cool to experience, but I thought to myself, I'm not doing this again. I'm here to watch a soccer game. <laughs> Where, when is the soccer game starting? <laughs> when is the soccer? That, that is all I care about. But yeah, the sport, um, this the sport of baseball is being is being destroyed right before our very eyes. You don't need a sweatshirt. You're in San Diego, and I'm in hell. I, I, that's a you don't remember that. You don't remember that reference. Uh, no idea what you're on about. Uh, Dorktown. For which video? Uh, that's, uh, 
when when we forgot to count to, how to count to three. Oh, the baseball. I, 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 I yeah. watched that video. I don't remember that reference though. I, that that, video, that's that my favorite line. Good. My favorite line. You don't need a sweatshirt. You live in San Diego. You're in San Diego. I'm in hell. <laughs> that, if if anyone's not heard of Secret Base, look them up on YouTube and watch the videos. It's very good. Just look up I'm, John Boyce. I'm Just about to finish the name. Falcons documentary so I can watch. Oh, the finally. Yeah. Oh I'm wait. So you finally part. got to. Oh, so so you already got uh, learned about Kim McCulkin. Which one is he? There's so many names. He's he's the quarterback who went on to like be involved with like Cartoon Network. Uh, pro- okay. I, he, was the, I, yeah. he was the one like extremely bad quarterback. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, that, that sparks some memories now. Because that, because that's the guy that I think I said before, like reminds me of Elliot Collier. <laughs> I will share my favorite story from the Falcons documentary. Came from the first part. Back in like the first ten years of the franchise history, they absolutely sucked, and they were just whole. They wanted anyone to like be a star player to like hype up to the fans, and they had a running back. And as a, as a running back back in those days. And a thousand yard season was well, a big it deal. It wasn't just any running back. He was a legend with the Packers, too. I didn't know. Okay. But like yeah. the Falcons wanted their guy. Like they wanted a, a big name player. Then going into the last game of the season, this running back, I can't remember his name now. He had like 900 and something yards. I think it was Dave Hampton. Yeah. And in like the third or fourth quarter, he, he gets like an eight yard rush, whatever, and cracks a thousand yards. They stop the game. They give him flowers. They give a whole celebration for this player getting over a thousand yards. Later in the game, they call a pitch down the sideline. He gets tackled for a loss of yards, which takes him under a thousand yards for the season. It is one of the funniest things I've heard about in my life. They gave him a trophy before the game for being the team MVP, and that trophy was massive. Watch the Falcons <laughs> documentary. Watch SB Nation or Secret Base. Well, that's Have what, a good time. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, th- that's what. Uh... I remember reading about uh, when Walter Payton broke the broke the all time rushing record, and uh, they wanted to stop the game, and he's just like, "No, no, keep playing." And I'm pretty yeah, sure that is a similar reason why it's just like, "I don't want us to do all this," and then instantly gets dropped back down. Like, yeah. let's keep playing, <laughs> let's keep playing the game. If I was Walter Payton, I would have intentionally lost yards on the next play just so I could then re-break the record again and then continue celebrating and just have that all happen <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Um, speaking of pragmatism, formerly of Chelsea, let me like Tammy stay. Abraham. He's a good lad, and I think let me just find it real quick. I think they're in sixth, maybe, which is yeah, they're in sixth, which is conference league qualification again. Atalanta have been struggling, so they might be able to sneak up on them and get Europa League, which would be huge. But you know, Roma, Roma needs a few years to like build up a team again. But they've got Jose Mourinho, who's very good at being a football coach, so that's good for them. Um. The Bundesliga, I haven't looked into this myself, but my dad was telling me about how he was watching a Bundesliga game that got called off because the fans threw something at the referee. The referee had like, were they threw something to like one of the sideline officials or the fourth referee. So the referee just took everyone off the field. And the game had been, I think it was canceled because it was like in the 70th something minute. It was the game on, let's see, let's see. It was on Saturday. Or maybe it was Friday's game. It was Bochum versus Mönchengladbach. Bochum were at home. They were losing 2-0. to zero. I want to say this game was on Friday. I don't know for sure. So let me look up what happened in this game real quick because Bochum, Mönchengladbach. The game was stopped. It was suspended. Huh. And yeah, it was abandoned after the assistant referee was hit on the head with a cup of beer. And I want to say the game was Friday. Yeah, so if you look into that, it's just... 
Yeah, and I mean, you, you can never blame the referee for ending a game like that, but it is, it's weird to see, like, no one really talked to me. Yeah, the game was on Friday, and they just ended the game. Yeah, I didn't hear about that at all. Yeah, it's weird. And it's not like the, like the worst thing that's ever happened in football, but, you know, it's a referee's been hit by something thrown by a fan, and the game's been canceled as a result. So, and I don't think they're going to do anything, like, they're not going to restart anything because Bolkum was losing, and... Like, you know, it was already like in the 70th something minute. But that's just kind of a, an interesting story from the Bundesliga where not much really happens. But it's it's weird to talk, think about. Like, it's, it's not like been big news at all. Yeah, that is weird. Um, in the second division, Bremen won their biggest game this season. Despite missing four starters, they beat Darmstadt at home. Bremen did get lucky on the day, at least, because Darmstadt did well to start the game, but then had a guy sent off for... Not like a horrific challenge, but it was studs up. And it was like the whole reckless play thing. So we kind of had to go. It, was, it wasn't it was 50-50, but it was like 75-25 maybe. <laughs> and then Bremen kind of took control. I sent the XG in the group chat where it, it, if Bremen didn't win that game 1-0 and said tied 0-0, I would have been haunted. Because <laughs> Bremen won the XG battle 4.6 to 0.7 and only won the actual game 1-0, which was very scary. But now Bremen are third plate, third points clear of third, which is the, you know how the two Bundesliga works. It's first and second automatically. Third plays the third worst team in the Bundesliga. And I do not want to go into the relegation playoff because the relegation playoff scares me, especially the two <laughs> Bundesliga side. So I'd very much prefer Bremen just end up top two and get to move on with their lives in the, in the Bundesliga. It is currently St. Pauli and Bremen tied on 51. Darmstadt's on 48. Schalke is on 47. And Nuremberg's on 46. Hamburg's on 42, but they have a game in hand, but they haven't won any of their last four games. And I've been like, I'd always not keep track of the two Bundesliga, but I'd always randomly check in with Hamburg. So I'm like, are they going to bottle it again? And then they bottle it again, and I start laughing. And this year, I'm like, oh, I don't think this is going to be, I don't think this is going to be the other bottle because Bremen's in the same league. Sure, there's going to be more narrative. But no, it looks like Hamburg's going to absolutely bottle it again. It's unbelievable how they do it every single year. You know, there's something to be said about consistency. Yeah, I mean, it's good for me because I'm a Bremen fan, and Bremen's biggest rivals are Hamburg. So, you know, that that's a, a source of joy, even though it's petty and minuscule, but it is still a source, source of joy nonetheless. How long have you been a Bremen fan? I had been, like, very casually a Bremen fan ever since I'd been alive in terms of, like, knowing soccer. Because, like, okay. you, you always, okay. you always kind of have, like, a soft spot for, like, a team in each country, kind of. Yeah. Well, and that's been I, I, for me in Germany. The, and then the it really, reason, go on. The, the big reason I asked that was because you're talking about the rival, and I'm just like, wait a second. I remember you starting to get interested in Bremen. <laughs> yeah, it kicked in 2020 because it was the first league back after the pandemic was the Bundesliga, and that's when I was doing my prime like journalism days where I was able to write all the time. So I'm like, oh, I got to cover a team. Let me just cover Bremen, you know, my boys. And then ever since then, it's been, oh, it's been something, Jiggly. It has been something. It has been something. Um, lastly, in terms of major European news or club news, uh, PSG versus Messi my fans is the new beef we've got going on because I think we talked about it last time, but Messi and plenty of other players uh, for PSG were booed by the PSG fans. And then this weekend, uh, Messi didn't play for some reason. I don't know why Messi didn't play at all. And PSG lost three zero. So now a lot of Messi fans are talking smack to PSG talking about how Messi's bigger than PSG is, which is probably a correct statement, to be fair. And that is true, yes. Yeah. 
But it is, it is very funny seeing a, a whole team beef with the fans of one of their own players. But that's football. Get Messi back to Barca. Because imagine that's if, football um, for you. Imagine if this Barca team stays this good and then they just chuck Messi into things. That would actually be a fun last dance. I said this to a buddy. Get Messi on Barca. Sell Ronaldo to Real Madrid for like two million pounds. Have one last dance, and then they can both go to like MLS or something. Or Messi can go to MLS, and Ronaldo can go to like UAE or something to make like a billion dollars. I don't want Ronaldo anywhere near me, and also he probably shouldn't be allowed in the U.S. anyway. Well, okay, uh, I don't think the UAE is close enough to Tokyo. To be fair, I have no idea. If you ask me where UAE is on a map, I could not tell you. To be fair, what the UAE? UAE, yeah. Well, I know exactly where it is. What? I have no idea. Well, to be fair, you're not a smart man, and I'm... Hey, hey, I deserve that, but still. <laughs> yeah, the, the UAE doesn't seem like a real country, like, sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't sound... Like, the like United Arab Emirates does not sound like a country. It sounds no, like... It sounds like a company. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I've just realized that now, but... Well, because yeah. they sort of branded branded themselves as a country because, you know, em- Emirates flights and that sort of thing. Yeah, but it's it's branding weird to think about. And uh, the international breaks coming up. According to my friend, we are going to have the the playoffs for Europe. So, assuming Portugal and Italy both win their like semifinal playoff rounds, they'll play each other for a spot in the World Cup, which then means that either Portugal or Italy will miss the World Cup, which will be big news. So that'll be a fun thing to keep track of, at least during the international break. I don't think there's any other big European ones. The other European playoffs are obviously going to happen too. I don't know what the other big matchups are. I don't really like. No one's really bothered. Bosnia's playing friendlies. No one cares. Yeah, you know how it goes. And then yeah, I do. This is technically still um, Europe so far. Random league of the week. We've got La Liga two. I have no idea what's actually called. I should probably look that up in a second. Ibar and Almeria are in a strong spot to go up. They're it's probably pretty, called the I think it's the the uh, Segunda. Segunda division. Yeah, Segunda division. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're both. They're well. They're four points ahead of third, or five and four points ahead of third. So that's a bit of a gap. They should be fine for the rest of the season potentially. And then the the La Liga two actually uses the same promotion system as the Championship, where it's actually third to seven or third to six, have a playoff to decide who's the third team to get promoted. So those are currently Real Valdolid, Tenerife, Girona, and Ponferradina, which is an excellent name. My boys, Ibiza, are in 10th. It's just funny to think about that there's a soccer team in the, in the area of Ibiza, considering it's only known for partying and clubbing and whatnot. And then the bottom four, actually, because four teams go down in this division, are Alcor, Alcor, Alcorcon, yeah, Alcocon, Amorabieta, uh, Fuenlabrada, and then Real Sociedad B, which is funny. And there's six points separating the bottom four in the rest of the league, so it looks like there'll be the teams going down. I'm surprised Malaga, by, I'm surprised that Malaga's so low, yeah. Malaga, who used to be in the Champions League, are that close to the bottom, which is a they shame. Used to, but, they you know. used to be the team, like whatever people talked about how much they loved, you know, Barcelona or... Uh, or Real Madrid, I was like, yeah, my favorite team uh, in Spain is Malaga. <laughs> and they're they just like, who? Yeah, yeah they, they used to be good. They used to be yeah. pretty good. And then they, the there was actually uh, a legendary player from Malaga played for the fire. Guess who, what his name is. You will not know who this person is. I will not. Is it, is it that one Randu from La Liga they signed for like a, a day and then he disappeared? No. So one of my, so one of my no, favorite no, it's, fires he's before that. Times. He's before that. He's no before idea. Victor Perez. 
Uh, I believe Pablo Anchope came from Malaga. Oh, I only knew him because he played for Costa Rica. So I, you, I could not tell you what club team he yeah, played Pablo for. Pablo Anchope. Well, he also played for Derby. <laughs> of course. He, oh, he played for City too. He played for City before they got big. Yeah, there's probably a who's who of players that played for City pre-money. <laughs> oh yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we've mentioned Wanchope uh, before because uh, because he played for he played for FC Tokyo right before coming to the Fire. Of course. Speaking of Tokyo and Japan, it's time for for Jiggly to are go. We, are to moving, Asia. Okay, we are moving over to yeah. Japan. Uh, uh, Serizawa Osaka tied two-two against Sapporo. Uh, I don't have anything else on that. I have to pull up other stuff to just see if there's anything random that I see. But what I did write down, the other one, Kyoto lost 1-0 to, uh, to Tokyo. So your old team beat your new team. Uh, that's that's what I deserve, to be fair. Yeah. Up to Kyoto still. I've still got stuff over Tokyo, of course, but in terms of like, you know. Vissel Kobe took a draw to Shimizu S-Pulse, and they are near the bottom of the table now. They're in 16th place out of 18. Vissel Kobe, which is uh, Iniesta's team. How Iniesta still playing? I don't know if he is. <laughs> well, he's not retired. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> Let me just see. No, he was not on the pitch for this one. He came, off, he came in off the bench. Jeez, in this one. that's weird to think about. Iniesta but I did say, off the bench for a team. But I did say that, like, you know, uh, two teams that I said were going to fall off was... Uh, was Vissel Kobe, and I think I said Marinos, but Marinos actually is second right now. And as usual, Kawasaki is already taking off. Uh, but yeah, Vissel Kobe's only got six points on seven games already. They actually have two more games played than most of the teams in the league. So it's very possible that like Belmare or Sanfrecce could jump ahead of them. Yeah, you win some, you lose some when it comes to like... When it comes to a league like this, that's, that's just what happens. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, moving on to women's soccer, uh, the WE League. Uh, Jeff took a 1-0 win over Sanfrecce, but Minavi Sendai lost 1-0 to uh, Kobe. So I did not get what I wanted from the, uh, from the Sendai-Kobe game. Uh, I have to go to the site. I don't want to go to the site, though. Because uh, we have, well, yeah, oh yeah. Surprisingly, there is no change in the standings for the WE League. I don't know how they played an entire week and there's no change in standings. Why? That sounds like something that's going to happen the last weekend of the two Bundesliga season. That After sounds like something that will happen in like MLS. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> MLS every week that happens, nothing actually changes. The, the schedule is just, the standings are just a front. So a couple of games have been played already in the NWSL. Apparently they have divisions now? When did D- this happen? You think I know anything? <laughs> I don't. Uh, hey, I'm hey! I'm the one who's season, supposed to know. I'm just surprised the season actually started because I, I just saw oh, in the notes. Oh, it's the challenge cup. Challenge cup. Still, I saw such a bad name, by the way. It's so boring. Uh, but the Red Stars were placed in the division with the Kansas City Current, Racing Louisville, and the Houston Dash. Current, uh, the Currents and Louisville took a draw with the, with each other. I don't really care about that. Uh, Red Stars beat Houston three to one. Uh, Mal Pugh got uh, got a brace, and right in between those, uh, Aaron Wright got one from the spot. So almost exactly like the fire. Uh, a brace from a str- a brace from their star striker 
uh, combined with a penalty right in the middle. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, as I as I've stated many times before, I'm not really going to be following the Red Stars too closely. I will try to give updates when there's important things to mention, and there are a couple of things important things to mention from this game. Which is, first of all, Yuki wears number seven now. Uh, her old number was number twelve, uh, and I guess Tiana Davidson took it, so now Yuki <laughs> wears number seven. Uh, and the other thing that actually is important uh, is I've heard that their style of play looks a whole lot more like free and flowing, which considering how it looked the last time, like, you know, the the previous coach that I won't mention the name of anymore, the previous coach, you know, he was compared to like Yallop with the with his tactics. <laughs> so that's not exactly a good comparison to draw from when it comes to tactical things. So hearing that does make me a bit interested in uh, if things improve off the pitch, uh, makes me a bit more interested in the team that's on the pitch. And then, I, was this announced before we did the last episode about how they're going to have the doubleheader at Soldier Field? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, this, was, this was after our episode. They're going to have a doubleheader at Soldier Field, which will be pretty much the only game that I will go to then. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, You're I'm not going to leave there. for that. I'll be there. I'll have my Yuki jersey on. I'll say hi to Yuki. I need to at least say hi to Yuki this season. And then you can do a full tour of Soldier Field while you're there. Yeah, I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'll never, I, I, that reminds me of the, the one time there was it was a, a Red Stars fire doubleheader back at, at SeatGeek. And like I, I'm not a Red Stars fan, as people know. And I don't think I was completely against the idea of staying for that Red Stars game. But I think I did have plans. So like <laughs> even if I thought like even if part of me was thinking about going staying for the game, I just left anyway. And I remember like the entire week people were like, Hey, if you're going to the fire game, do not leave after the fire game. And I just left after the fire game. And I got some <laughs> looks. It was kind of funny to think about now in hindsight. But yeah. I remember that. I don't know. I don't really know how. I don't want to know how many years ago that was, but yeah, that had to have been before. Wait, I think you mentioned that to me, like when you when, when we first time. when you first knew me. So it was it was back when I worked for Hot Time, which is a way back when. Yeah. Good so, times or good question mark times? They were times, nonetheless. They were certainly times. Out of all uh, the, sorry, I'll say that for later. Uh, the Red Stars are one of only two teams this week ha- that won in the NWSL. The other game, the, everyone else drew except for the uh, North Carolina Courage beat Gotham. Uh, that sounds like another MLS thing that would happen. One day yeah. MLS is going to have a week where no one actually scores a goal. Actually, that, that, that's not correct. No, because every, MLS every is 100%. Team... Everyone's going to tie 1 1. Yeah. Casey uh, and Louisville, 1 1 draw. Orlando, Washington was a scoreless draw. Then every single team, I don't even know who they played against, but Angel City, Portland Thorns, San Diego Wave, and OL Reign each scored one goal each. I'm going to piss myself off now and look up the KC logo again because I forgot what it looks like. I'm going to get angry again. <laughs> I, see, I thought that was the temporary logo, and I forget that's the actual one. Yeah, that's the new one. That's, that's the current one. That, current. that must be the worst logo we have in, in sports. Have you seen the San Diego Wave? Look I up the San Diego I wave. San Diego I don't know if you've wave. seen it. Oh, that logo's lovely. <laughs> oh, that logo's lovely. How dare you? The case, this Casey logo genuinely pisses me off because it looks so... <laughs> it does not look like a real logo of a soccer... It I looks just, like generic. I've just seen a picture of a player in the jersey and it looks, it looks fake. It's, it's sort of like the, 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 te- the made-up team. Like, yeah, you know, the it's go- exactly like, like that. You know, like you need a team to like 
it doesn't need it has to not be a real team so you don't have copyright issues but yeah. like you need a sports team to be so it's like yeah go with this it's like a non-licensed uh soccer game <laughs> it pisses me off like genuinely the san diego wave logo is beautiful. Well, i mean angel city have you seen angel city it just angel city just have like a oh that logo is not great what is that bird it's supposed to be an angel. That looks weird. I do not like that. <laughs> well, that they're owned bad. by Natalie Portman, so it's very possible that it's the White Swan. Oh, but she's hot. Oh, she gets away with it. Yeah, you know what? Fair enough. That's an excellent logo. Natalie Portman, if you, if you hear this, please hit me up. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up a San Diego Wave jersey because that, that hopefully that looks as nice as I think it does. Actually, but, I don't know what the San Diego Wave jersey looks like right now. Yeah. I, wait, do they, not, do they not have a jersey? What did... I'm gonna look at yeah, right they go out there in blank white t-shirts. Do they just is that what is that because just they just rebranded? Oh. Uh, well, yeah, they're just they're in, they're a brand new team. Oh, okay, but just just you wait. Once they get like a proper jersey, it's well, I mean they they're they're playing games. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> it's it's like when the fire had that all white tee. To be fair, when they just did the rebrand. To be fair. They they it's played a game already. Game. I don't know why there's no pictures of them playing. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, I, and I can't even buy the jersey on the online shop. Is San Diego did, Wave did they real? actually play? Is, is, is the this San Diego team real? Real club. Okay. Well, nice. I mean, they have Alex Morgan on the team, and that's th- so. That's the thing. Like all of the pictures that I'm seeing are just like Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Great. Yeah, I don't the, care about her. I want to. You know, what if I care about the other her, players? Yeah, the pictures of her celebrating in a U.S. kit. Yeah. Yeah, what? Oh, wait, no, I see a picture of them playing in a preseason game, but that's not the actual That's game. not That's not the actual kit. Oh, yeah, and their actual kit's just all black because they have, like, the the promo photo. Although the logo looks photoshopped in that picture. I don't know. The less... I say this at work sometimes, but it, it rings true to the NWSL. The more you think, like, the more you ask questions about the NWSL, the, the weirder you realize it all is. Wait a second. I think I, I, think I found an image... This is the best image that I can get you of the of the kit, which is a very blank kit on the left. Yeah, and I think the other kit's just all black then. So hopefully no. next year they can. Have the other some- kit, okay, the other kit is this. I found I found something else here. This is apparently the other kit. That's just that's poor considering how nice that logo is. There needs to be there needs to be more like you know pink in there. If Pop you see the logo, if you see the logo, like it is a. It is, uh, you know, the the like eighty the the eighties aesthetic. Honestly, I think the best way to describe it is eighties aesthetic. They'll get there eventually. I think. I hope someday. I mean, you know, usually usually the NWSL is like a very good place for 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 jerseys at the very least, like jerseys that match the branding that's already there. I mean, logos it's a bit iffy, but the jerseys they usually do pretty well on that. And this is not it. <laughs> Didn't quite hit it there. Uh, CONCACAF, great. Now, uh, after having a wonderful time talking about logos and such, uh, I have an update on the Queretaro situation. Um, according to the uh, Queretaro governor, uh, he says that there's only... W- they said He says that there are no longer any injured people hospitalized. Uh, no one died. That's, that's coming from the governor of Queretaro. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Unfortunately, it's very much a thing. Well, there, I, I read through uh, uh, Felipe, uh, Felipe Cardenas and uh, Pablo Marer, uh 
went to went to Querétaro to do like a bit of a fact finding search and whatever. And they did a wonderful article on the athletic. If you, if you subscribe to the athletic, please read it. It's really good. Pablo Mar is like my, he, he's, he's my favorite writer in the English language at the moment, <laughs> uh, which isn't saying much because I, I don't read much in the English language anymore, but uh, it's still a very, very good article. And they did look through it. And I mean, the people who were there say like there has to have been something has to have happened but according to like local reporters who have tried digging around and looking for it you know when people say that you know they lost a friend there you know somebody somebody went missing or like somebody is gone and then they ask well what was their name they're unable to give a name so like that sort of thing of just like unsure of like <sighs> nobody is nobody still knows what's going on and it's says something that we can't really trust the government because we've seen this sort of thing as like, you know, we've seen teams get, especially in South American and uh, Latin American clubs, even, even in some places in Europe where the local government will cover things up for their sports team. It's, yeah, it's just really weird now. Yeah. Uh, there's questions about whether this specific situation was like tied to like cartel stuff. It was, it was, it's possible that it might be tied to cartel stuff. No clue. There's just not really a lot of answers at the moment. And I don't know if we'll ever truly get a lot of answers. There's a very well, might end up like one of those things in like 10 years time where people will be like, Hey, remember when that thing happened? That was terrible. And then people yeah. are like, I mean, eh, because I mean, at the moment, you know, if zero, zero people are dead, you know, it's not nearly as or at least zero people reported dead. See, that's yeah, but how do you? I don't know. How do you cover I, it up? Very easily. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, just, yeah, I guess it's it's just hard to to look at those images and say yeah, because that's why I kept hearing like, like there's no way people could watch those things and not see any single dead bodies there. Uh, but um, and. Moving on to other stuff with CONCACAF. I mean, we're going to an international break. And U.S. is going to be playing in Azteca. So I'm sure that there's a lot of American fans that are going to be a bit worried. I know I have I know a guy who is actually planning on going. He's he's going from Minnesota to Azteca and vaguely worried about him. (laughs) I've also got a buddy actually going to the game, although he's. Mexican, so he'll be there as a Mexico supporter, I assume. Yeah. I mean this guy this guy is apparently going in like full uh <laughs> a full American flag. <laughs> Although at least at the very least to be fair, I think even Mexico knows that like if anything close to what happened in um Queretaro happens here, like obviously it's gonna be worldwide news. So I think they they're gonna beef up the security. They will massively. definitely have to like, any, like even if like a brawl breaks out even like a minor one, it's going to be huge news. So they definitely don't want anything like that. I get my room things for both countries in terms of like being yeah. able to host the world cup. Oh, and it, well, I mean, it would definitely ruin Mexico's chances of ever trying to host a game there. Oh yeah. So that uh, it would just become us and Canada. I just remembered because, because I, uh, I read the article there, there were some sanctions on Queretaro where like, uh, the staff, like the, the top level front office staff, were suspended and barred from uh, having office with a team for a certain amount of years. They've been suspended and fired, and apparently they're like forcing the sale of the club 
and looking for owners for buyers and that sort of thing. So like there's while technically speaking, it's not like officially like saying you are now being relegated, your team is being dissolved and everything. It looks like they will have some very similar consequences as a result of other sanctions. Uh, I know that uh, apparently they will have no no away supporter presence for a, for one year and no home supporters for any of their teams for two years. Fair. Uh, at least I believe that that that's that's coming off of my head that from what I've read trying to remember it, but I believe that that was the sanctions placed on them. Uh, moving on to MLS stuff. Uh, Charlotte crushed the Revs three to one, which was surprising as, but not too surprising because you know every single team in MLS is mid table, so yep. anyone could beat anyone, and just so happened that Charlotte finally got got their first win. That was a that was uh, who scored here? Oh, Karol Svodersky scored two yeah. goals. My. My dad is slowly becoming a Charlotte fan somehow, which is really <laughs> funny. Because he, he was watching the first game, they were unlucky. Second game, they're like they've been kind of cursed. And now my dad just watches them, and every time they score, he's, he's so happy for them. Like the, the Charlotte has brought more joy to my father than the Fire have in three years, which is which is weird because because like Charlotte is supposed to be bad this year, and the Fire are honestly doing pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just I never like the the coach said that they were screwed this season, and they're yeah. Doing the coach well. specifically said they'd be screwed. Like, yeah, they are in terms of like just looking based on performances, they've done as well as the fire, and they've also done as well as almost anyone else really in MLS because no one's really taken charge so far. But Charlotte have been a good. They've been a very standard MLS. They're not Cincinnati, that's for sure. Although you, I don't know if you have this written down, but Cincinnati won again. Cincinnati won against Inter Miami. Yeah, Cincinnati have a two game winning streak. What is wrong with MLS this year? Brandon Vasquez. With, uh, with bracing back to back games, right? Yeah, well, with with two against Miami, let me just check the previous yeah, I'm game. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I think he he had two against Orlando then. Yep. Because I saw a thing about back to back four races. goals this season. It's ridiculous. This has been one of the weirder years in MLS history. Because, like, I know there's like the whole thing about um. I mean, we've. T- I think I think the entire league has timed this perfectly. Where like every single team in this league is a transition team. Where like either it's a team that's like. On their like a, a good team that's on their last legs of being good, and it's like, well, I mean, I guess we got to try to do like a bit of a soft rebuild. And then there's teams that are like building up, so, like every single team is just like, oh, <laughs> it's so weird. I, I, until until Insigne shows up, and then oh, I just realized, <laughs> yeah, Insigne shows up in the summer. He's going to single handedly win this league for Toronto, so uh, that'll be fun for everyone. And then. Uh, what, yeah, Houston Dynamo, Houston and Colorado was a one-one game. FC Dallas beat Portland four to one. Okay, uh, Atlanta and Montreal three three. When was Atlanta, Atlanta got a uh, red Montreal, card? Yeah. Dom Dwyer Mont- got sent off. <laughs> Montreal bottled a three-one lead whilst up a man, which is unbelievable scenes. Like uh, if that happened to Bremen, I would be losing it. To be fair, I don't know how that happens. Georgie plays for them, so I'm fine with this. Georgie scored a really nice goal, to be fair. He, you know, have you ever seen that Benzema clip where he fakes the pass and the goalkeeper bites and then just kicks it into the empty? That's what Georgie sent Brad Guzan for a hot dog, which was lovely stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about goalkeeping when we get to the fire, I tell you what. Uh, for, uh, Facundo Torres uh, scored 1-0. Uh, Orlando beating the Galaxy, Facundo Torres. Uh, 
I don't know what I'm saying anymore. That Minnesota was a big beat, win. That was a yeah. big win for, for, for Orlando, to be fair. Yeah, that was a good absolutely. way to bounce back. Uh, Minnesota beat San Jose 1-0. Uh, Calvo did not score. I don't know what Calvo did. <laughs> he, played, he played soccer. He, you know, he, he certainly tried. Toronto beat DC hey, United 2-1. Hey, hey, uh, Philadelphia beat NYCFC 2-0. And uh, finally getting around to uh, the match that I do have some extra stuff going on here. Uh, Real Salt Lake beat Nashville 2-1. But the big thing here is that Dax McCarty in the 96th minute got sent off. Uh, so what happened was he, he, he pushed his way into it uh, going into the corner. Uh, I have this video somewhere around here Although it's weird there's no clips from the official broadcast on on twitter yet the only clip on twitter is from like a fan footage which is really weird yeah because like i know why mls wouldn't want to like highlight that ever but there should be a clip somewhere online of it because it's a it's a red card it's a a pretty nasty offense yeah it's a pretty nasty uh red card so but the thing is is that when i'm watching it i don't really see he he, he pushes his way in Guy gets knocked over. That's already a foul. Uh, he thinks that the ball is still in bounds, and the ball is right around you know the crotch area for the RSL player that's down. And uh, Dax just throws a back heel to it, and he gets the ball. Uh, he also gets two other balls. Hey-o. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you this: there, he definitely, he may not fully intended. To just kick a man, but I'm ninety nine percent sure he knew that when he was going for that back heel on that ball, that he was going to go through that guy, and it was it he was would, frustrated. There is yeah. no way he thought you'd be able to back heel that ball and not commit a foul there. He waxed the guy, to be fair, for lack of better terms. And I and like his apology video, he doesn't really apologize. Yeah, I was about to get thing. to it. I was about to get to Sorry. it. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I tried like jokingly apologize for him. I mean. <laughs> He's like, but it, that that's that that was bad. Yeah. Uh, but he came out this morning with an apology video where he tries to I've, I don't think I've ever like truly seen a player do this before where they straight up apologize for a red card that they got and like do a full video. But doing the whole video while trying to defend himself in the process. Yeah, oh, I because I, I didn't watch the video, but it looks like the. I will of the video say, like, saying that, like, he messed up, he made a mistake, but he still tried to play the ball. Only, like, that's all he wanted to do. I don't think he, I don't think his only motive there was to play soccer. I think he wanted to like get a whack out, like get a whack in, you know. I mean, to me, like, I understand the whole thing of like you know, uh, we, we all make mistakes in the in the heat of battle, Jimbo. Uh, you know, that whole thing of just like... <laughs> is, that, is that Jimmy Neutron? <laughs> You've never is seen it? that meme? <laughs> I, I won't sound a banana and it changed my life forever. Um, we all make mistakes in the heat of passion, Jimbo. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta find that. Cause I, just, I want to imagine that in his voice. That sounds amazing. All right, go on. I, I, I just I found the meme just for you. Uh, but, uh, like, it's... Uh, Clover, uh, one, two, three. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing with it is just like I completely understand where he's coming from. Where it's just like he's just going to go and he's going to do it. He is like single-mindedly trying to get that ball, and he's going to be hit, hurting someone. 
Like that is yeah. just where he is. And I understand where he's coming from. And like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to argue with the call. Uh, this was, that was the correct call. And there's any other sanctions, I'm going to accept them. This is why I did what I did. I completely see where he's coming from in terms of, you know, just being like, this is what I did. This is how I did it. I understand that it, that it turned out wrong. Yeah, you know, I I, yeah. I think that 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 it's a good it's a good apology. But I do want to ask you, like, what do you think about this? Because as I said, I have never seen something like this before from a player. It's weird because I, I I think part of the reason he does it is because like there's a whole thing about how everyone loves and respects Dax McCarty. Like I, an never, that's his, that was his first yeah. red card in his career. No. I don't think it was. So. I, I think it he was. just recently got yes, another it red card. Though. Was it another player? Oh, it was. Okay, never mind. I was looking through your notes. That was about... Dax McCarty's first red card of his career. Okay, fair enough. Because uh, I had seen. I, I I was looking at your notes for later on the guy we're going to talk about. No, that's but, how it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah, but I think if it was just some normal random unless dude, people would be like, "Hey, that was bad of him," and then he'd get a three-point game suspension. But I think McCarty was like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a guy not known for this. I need to apologize because you know he's he's better than that. He's a respectable man." <laughs> yeah, but three game suspension because I think that's the automatic for a red card, right? Or does MLS do two games? Automatic? Yeah, I think automatic is probably two. Yeah, because I know in Europe it's three. I'd give him an extra game then to make it three total. If MLS is rules two, give him another one because that's that's pretty bad to be fair. But yeah, you can move on. It's not like it's not going to haunt him for the rest of his career or anything. But it's a it's a it was a dumb thing to do. Rest of his he, career, for like you know, one year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you know, he'll learn from it. Well, he has already learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's that's why it's just like it's a bit weird seeing him do that. At like next, see, seeing a seeing a, a player do that. The next game he he's available. He's going to bring a gun and shoot somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I want I want to make that joke for some reason. <sighs> He's going to have to publicly apologize after that, too. He's like, my uh, intentions were to play the ball there. He's going to clear the ball and then shoot someone in the leg. I am. I, I, I have made a continuous, severe, continuous, er, severe and continuous slaps yeah. in judgment. I just watched the kick in, by the way. He absolutely knows he's going to hit the man. Yeah. Speaking of non-soccer plays, I played soccer last night, and the ball was rolling out of bounds. And even though the ball was going to roll out of bounds anyway, I, I dropped my shoulder into the dude for no reason and bodied him a little, just because I thought it'd be cool. I thought it'd be fun, because I'm a bigger man than he was. I also scored last night, which is a W. So check out my Instagram if you want to see the highlights at uh, Adnan Basic nine or nineteen. You don't have Instagram though, Jake, because you know no, you're, you're I don't. you. Yeah, that's just who I am. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just seeing a bunch of Hugh Neutron memes now. Okay. All right. Let's... I'm just being distracted by Hugh Neutron memes. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but no, if I read out that thing, then we get censored. You can't read so that. thank you. you yeah. yeah that, is, that one. But it, that that one actually has the proper quote on the bottom. We all make mistakes in the heat of passion, Jimbo. <laughs> Jim Jim. <laughs> uh. You're getting banished to the saddle, Rel Jimbo. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we move on to well, you 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 added this in MLS Pro Next ne- MLS Next Pro Gen Next Gen MLS MLS uh, MLS Series X. Does anyone know what's going on with that league? Just <laughs> that thing it's starts this start weekend. Soon. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to start soon. Uh, well, Chris Brady has been called up to the officially. USC Twenties. Oh. Yes, officially. Oh no, okay. I thought I thought you meant officially called to the fire too. So no. who's going to be the Fire 2 goalkeeper then? Um, Spencer Ritchie. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think of it as it's just a reserve. It's a reserve team, isn't it? Uh, are, it's just a reserve are they team. Not, are they not going to announce like the roster for it though? They they announced like some players that were signed a while ago, and I forgot. Yeah. And I can't find it again. We have like three dudes. I think it's going to be a, a revolving door. You know what the fire should do since the international break and the fire twos game this weekend? They should just put the actual fire team out there. I want to see all the non-called up players. Like I want to watch Miguel Navarro. I'm actually Miguel Navarro should get called up. I want to yeah, see Gaston Jimenez. I want to see Gaston Jimenez play for the fire two at Toyota Park. Or those things <laughs> won't be a Toyota finally Park. See, we can finally have Gaston get get uh, get uh, get sent down. Yeah. We should yeah. we should have we should have NHL waivers. We have we should have NHL like waivers where like you send a player down and and like the they can be league. picked up. Yeah. Although I guess one's never getting sent down because commentary refuses to stop praising him during games. It's really annoying me. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that, yeah. Uh but yeah, MLS uh MLS uh series X. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I mean it'll be fun, I guess, maybe. Especially because this it's perfect time because this weekend will be when there's no other MLS going on. So people will just be able to watch the MLS Pro next, I think is what's called. MLS Series S. Okay. Uh, MLS uh, Wii U. <laughs> MLS U. <laughs> MLS, uh, MLS Pro. Wait, no, that's actually what it is. MLS Next Pro, I think it's what it's actually called. Yeah, MLS Next Pro is what it's actually called. Very dumb. Uh, we're, we're going to call it MLS Series X from now on, though. I think that that's, to, it's got to be MLS Series my, X now. My shtick is just going to be whatever words come into my brain whenever I discuss the league. Maybe I'll get it right. Maybe I won't. Who maybe. knows? You know, it's a, it's a roll of the dice. We all uh, make heat mistakes in the heat of passion, Jimbo. <laughs> we all make mistakes in the heat of passion, Jimbo. Uh, we move on to the fire, the, ac- the, the actual game. Uh, so I walked into this game. Uh, I had Slivovitz <sighs> for the first time in the tailgate, so that was fun. Uh, it, it, What'd so, you call me? It's a it's a check uh it's a check alcohol that has been compared to Malort and how bad it tastes and so for me to describe uh, obviously it's it's my job to describe alcohol to you so uh, you know how I, how I mentioned that like Malort just tastes like uh, cough syrup uh it's just tastes like liquid now and later you know now and later candies oh yeah, it just those are tastes, good. it just tastes like that. I know check beer is usually super alcoholic, so that makes sense. I did it's have, very I, dense. I had, I had a light. I, I had apparently. So the whole thing about like dark beer and light beer is like dark beer is more alcohol content, and light beer is less alcohol content. Turns out the check beer that I was offered, like basically, he asked me like, "Oh, do you want the lighter, the light beer, or the dark beer?" And I was like, "Well, the light beer, because I, I know I'm getting to a limit here." And he was like, "Actually, no, the dark beer has less alcohol than the light beer," <laughs> which is like, wait a second, that's not how that's supposed to work. The checks do what they want. Simply put, the checks do what they want. Yeah. Uh, so I walked into that game. Uh, fun, out, wait, my, fun fact, my uncle in Czech Republic has, a, uh, has installed his own uh, beer tap in his own home. Oh, so that, was, beer that, was that, that was actually a thing that that was actually a thing that my dad, that uh, one of the guys, uh, Joe, uh, Joe uh, he <laughs> has a um, he has a like essentially a beer tap like it, it's a portable beer tap Jeez. where it's it, it, you just put it in your cooler and it actually just does hold it and it works like a like a like a tap i'm gonna get that like before portable, like mount, portable mountain dew or i mean you get zero or you know uh goose island root beer goose island root beer you you don't remember me telling you about that not in the slightest, actually. Maybe Goose Island has wonderful craft beer, uh, craft root beer, I mean, Ooh, I craft soda, whatever. Out. I gotta check that out yeah. then. 
I, I, I will also suggest the uh, their orange soda because their orange soda is good too. Um, yeah. So do it order. Thank you. As I said, walked into that game, uh, was not paying full attention <laughs> near the start of that game, but yeah, the fire, the fire won three to one. Uh, Shabishko got two goals. He got his, he got a brace, and in between those two goals is was a uh, was Shakiri's first goal off of a penalty. Uh, the shutout streak is gone, uh, unfortunately, but I'm sure Gaga wakes up every mo- morning just fist pumping because he knows he's on the fire. Yeah, still. So he conceded, and I for a split second, he was sad, but then he immediately remembered uh, he was playing for the fire I, at Soldier Field. Got it was at the end of the first half, because as I say, like, you know, I start the first half up in the club seats, and then second part of the second part of second part of the half, I go down to section eight. And so I ended the first half down in section eight, and I saw Gaga walking off, like, you know, like, yeah, celebrating with the, like, trying to pump up the fans as he walks back into the tunnel. And the only thing I could think of was you, say, was you doing your impression of him, like, every morning I wake up and I just start fist bumping, dude. <laughs> you got in the locker room and as you're trying to tell him something, he's just so excited the entirety of the time. So I can't wait to get back on the field, guys. I'm ready to play for more, for more soccer. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Anyway. That's just, like, the best... Like, he's excited. You know, he's, he's, that, he's, he's a kid. He's, 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 yeah. he's, having a, he's having the best time. Speaking of the actual game, it, it's weird because it's kind of similar. What I will say, the fire, if you look at the fire's three goals, the first one is effectively a goalkeeping error, kind of. Like, that's not a shot that should go in. Yeah, and then the I second one. Actually, I'd say the second goal was more of a goalkeeping error. I also thought it was bad. I didn't think it was a goalkeeper error per se, but it's definitely one of those you look and you he think dragged all, be like he went all the way. Uh, I forgot who it was that made that pass. I think that was Goody, where Goody didn't even like fake a shot. Amelia bought it. He hmm. Goody didn't even fake anything, and Amelia bought into it. I didn't see that. Dug in, dug into the left side, and he was yeah. too late like, coming back around to the right. And then, did you see many highlights of the foul they called for the penalty yet? Uh, I saw it, and I think that. Oh man, it, I forgot what does, I, I forgot what I said in my recap. But it does like, not look like a penalty to me. When I was watching with my dad, it, I, our both or or both of our reactions were just that's not a penalty because even it's like the the Yedlin incident against Miami, where even though if if they timed going down the, at the right time. If, like you know, how sometimes players go down, and if they time it right, they're oh able to yeah, get the I call. remember that. I remember that. Uh, if, yeah, he he did not look like he got actually touched. Pineda he, starts had, like, falling over before he gets touched, and then the guy I think barely grazes his foot. Which, if Pineda falls after that, I I understand that being called a penalty because you have to sell the foul, of course. That that wouldn't look like a penalty to me because Pineda's already falling for some reason, and then the referee still points to the spot anyway. Um, I have. I got I got a thing for you, and I want you to check this out because this is this is some this is some newfangled newfangled uh, technology. Uh, yep, new technology. Here you go. Check this out. I actually do have the thing downloaded, oh, and now I've got to go find. The problem is that all of the all of the angles that the highlights gave me were terrible, except for this angle. So I have this angle. It's so low the thing. This might not be the best idea since okay. I'm trying to download a copy of GTA 5. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
uh, this might just be an issue while we're trying to stream and do all this. It might be Got a little, we're, we are cavemen after all. Yeah, true. But, but yeah, I, I, see, I see plenty of highlights. You see that like there's like almost no point of contact here. Yeah, there's only at the very end when he kind of touches his foot. Yeah, and he like, he, sort of, he sort of scrapes his foot. He has a hand on his chest lovingly, and then he just goes down. Yeah, I mean, prop, he, props, props to Pineda then. <laughs> well, props to Pineda for for realizing the MLS referees are kind of bad at their jobs. To be fair, <laughs> because MLS referees are not great. Uh yeah. Uh, did, but did you see? Okay, this is a another absolute side note. Did you see the uh, the Baylor uh, North Carolina game? Or at least was, you didn't have to watch, but like hear about it. I was at work while it was happening in the background, so I technically did see bits and bobs of it. Was did it you hear about it? in that game too? Yes. So there were 58 uh, made field goals in that game, and there were 53 fouls called. <laughs> Not ideal, that. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like whatever commission that looks into like fair play stuff should look into that game, because that is... That is a an unhealthy amount of fouls being called, and I think that there might be something going on. And I think just a lot of that came when Baylor, Baylor was trying to get their comeback going, and they just kept getting foul after foul after foul going for them. Yeah, that's that's why it's like very concerning. Oh, it's very funny. They, they lost in overtime. They lost Baylor overtime. came back for like twenty five points down to tie the game, and then just to lose in overtime, which is funny. Uh, actually, it, I do want to mention. So back to the fire, yeah. the. Kansas City, uh, the 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 scores for all of these Kansas City players is just abysmal. Melia has a four point four rating. <laughs> yeah, deserved obviously because he deserved. When, like if, if Kansas because the Kansas City were going through an injury crisis, they're missing four key players going forward. Yeah, Johnny Russell that's, didn't play. That's a game where you need someone like Tamili to step up, and instead he actually let the team down. If Tamili makes those two saves like he should, arguably. That game ends 1-1. Oh, and that penalty. Like, I knew from all the way up in the club seats. Like, I knew from, from all the way So Jiggly has decided in his anger to just leave while trying to criticize Timelia. Do I keep talking here? Do I have this be like cut content that never gets aired anyway? My internet speed is shooting up since Jiggly got dropped, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, the it just like it just stopped. It just <laughs> understandable. Discord just crashed. Um, what what is the last thing you heard me say? You were talking about how all the way up in the club seats you do. You were yeah. I saw I saw Shakiri. Like I knew he was gonna hit it to the right because, despite the fact that you know, na- like if you read Sakonomics, you know that like naturally every single player is going to want to shoot it straight. So if they're right foot right footed, they're gonna shoot it to the right. If they're left footed, they're gonna shoot it to the left. And I just, I just saw like Shakira's body language, and I'm like, he's gonna hook it over to the right. That's just where he's gonna hit it. Amelia, you see him specifically make movements in his jump, moving towards the right, like he is ready to jump to the right, like not not to not to his right. He's jumping to the left. Okay, my brain. I'm trying to spatial awareness is difficult, uh, but. He he looked like he was going to jump the wrong way the entire time, and he did jump the wrong way. Like he did not have a good game. Yeah, and yeah, isn't he usually good at saving penalties? I think wasn't oh, there one yeah, penalty no, shooting he saved three in a row? Yeah, he's amazing at penalties usually. He just, just had a bet. terrible day. 
which is not what you want from someone just like Tim Melia. Just one bad day. Oh my god, that came so much clearer and crisper than anything else you've said all episode. Well done. <laughs> well, that's that's because I get really close up to the mic when I do jokes like that. That's understandable. But uh, the other thing is that, like their defensive line, the only man on that defensive line that I personally would trust is Courtney Ford, and he was the one who had the worst game, <laughs> according <laughs> according to uh, according to you scored. But and I mean the fire, I don't the fire didn't create any other chances though. I don't think did Tim Mealy make a save on the day? I don't think Tim Mealy had a save because me and my dad were looking at that, and it said that they had the fire. Hello? Oh, jeez. Uh, for those wondering why my audio has suddenly changed, uh, my internet just went out, and so now I'm on data and uh, through oh. a worse microphone. <laughs> it just makes you sound a lot... You sound, it makes you sound very sleepy somehow. Uh, that's probably because I'm now leaning back. <laughs> nice. It's this is very calm, relaxed tone now, which I like about this. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird doing takeaways from a game like this because it kind of just it was just kind of a game that happened where the fire just kind of won. They beat a bad team with some breaks. It's yeah, I, it's not much to say about a game because not much really happened. Yeah, and that's the that's the issue like with this and what we've said before with how like every single team in this league is mid table. And yeah. we're we're not gonna get anything out of this. We're not gonna get anything out of the out of this game. We're not gonna get anything out of a game until July. Cause as we saw this week, there's even more teams that are like, huh, they're not quite what I expected. The only other team in MLS that I think is good is Real Salt Lake. And that's only through meme power. Like yes. that's the only reason why they're going through getting anything out of this. And the mean power does not last the entire season, unfortunately. No, it does not. And like unless very rare circumstances. But yeah, it's and it's not like the fire either like playing really well either. Like I've seen tweet like the fire fan base is obviously having the time of their lives. And you know, fair play. <laughs> they, they need some sort of happiness. But this fire it's not like the fire are playing great. They've they've eked out two wins. Not not eked out per se, but they've won two games. They very well could have not won on different days and stuff like that if things go differently. But this it's, game, this game is the first game where like it's not like if things went differently. Like very much, you know, players made errors. Players yeah. made definitive errors. And I honestly, like the goal that the fire gave up, I can't even say anything about that. Like that's that was, that was good play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a couple moments where Gaston could have done something, but no, other how than dare that, you, it's just how whatever. dare you? How dare you discredit Gaston Jimenez, or uh, the Chicago Fire's greatest player of all time, according to commentary? And like, like he's the be- how is he the best and the worst player in MLS? Commentary at I, the same I, time. I, I'm, I'm legit. I get really annoyed now because I, I mentioned this last week, where it seems like there's a club memo telling them to hype. Like the, it's like the club are telling commentary to hype up Jimenez at all times, and it kept happening this game. Jimenez was no better than Pineda was this game. But the amount of times I've heard praise about Jimenez and I heard nothing about Pineda, it's kind of stupid to me now. Like and the, Pineda's the one getting out in the getting up in the box and like making making yeah, attacking runs, which I, I don't like that. I don't like I, that. But I don't like because obviously if I tweet like hypothetically tweaking, if I tweet at Terrence saying, Hey, did someone in the club tell you to keep on Jimenez? He would say, No, absolutely not. We just think he's really, really <laughs> well. That that's absolutely cap. There is no way there's not like a club memo going around telling people, hey keep praising Gaston when he does anything nice. Because there was the article on the website, commentary refuses to 
not mention it. Even Ezra said in a press conference, it's like the Fire keep trying to defend themselves for re-signing him. And it's like, I want... And the problem is now, you know the, the famous saying, you don't change a winning team. This team would be better with, with uh, Navarro than Jimenez, like, easily. At the same but time, the- though, like, technically speaking, Gaston's supposed to be playing up more. I do not have... Well, because my internet went out, I cannot check out the heat maps that I wanted to check out and tell you about because there were some interesting things about the positioning because, first of all, Shabishko fi- is finally playing as an attacker. He's finally playing in the attack. Who would have thought playing a striker striker would have actually led to good things happening? (laughs) And obviously, Uh, it's it's lucky that he scored those two goals, but nonetheless. He's he's playing a bit further back, but he is still playing, you know, in a strikerish area. Uh, And then you got uh, Shakiri, who's actually not, he's not playing at right wing anymore, which is great. He's not playing at both wings, though. And he's not fully playing as an attacking midfielder. He's playing a bit deeper, a bit deeper back. To cover for someone. Do you want to guess who that someone is? I've got okay, yep. I have a feeling it might be Gasol Jimenez. Pineda. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he, he's he, was, he's co- he was covering okay. Pineda's area. Where the, Pineda the, was. Because like in theory, if Pineda pushes up higher, it'll ask to push up higher and then all that stuff. Yeah. Because I if mean it, go on. It, so what I saw with the with the heat map is that Shakiri was definitely pushing was pulling much further back towards the right, which is Pineda's area, while Gaston was towards the left area. I'll ask you real quick before I say anything. Did, did Shakir look any better this game than he's looked in, uh, this, this season? No, right? No. Because like, I, 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 I remember... I got rustled by Tony Miola talking about how he was like, oh, this has been Shakir's best game by far. I'm like, he's just scored yeah. a penalty, Tony. That's he all he's is. done differently. Like, that's the thing. I mean, that, that's something in... Uh, in the post game, in post game thing that I did with uh, Spinning Fire once when I got home, when uh, he was like, "Oh, we won't, oh, let's do." Oh, we've lost Jiggly again. All right. I randomly got I randomly got a call. <laughs> of course, because <laughs> I'm using my phone, and then suddenly that happens, and I'm just like, "Wait a second, what's that classical music we're playing?" Oh, right. Fun I bought, fact. I bought the, I bought Ray's theme. From iTunes years ago, and it's still my, it's still, it's still my, it's still my ringtone. Uh, Fun fact, by the way, uh, I think last year, two years ago, in FIFA, people were abusing that system where gamers would connect their uh, console's internet to their cellular data, right, or their hotspot, play a game online, and if they were losing, they would just have someone call their phone number, which would uh, cut out the internet feed and quit the game without them getting penalized for the loss because the game <laughs> just thought the internet freaked out. Nice. Uh, but uh, at the but uh, James asked like, hey, what, what do you have for your like player ratings? Oh, it looks like my internet might be back. But uh, he was like, yeah, what's your what's your player ratings? And he brought up Shakiri. And I'm like, look, you're asking to like what was that? Wait. All right, you're back, I think, to internet now. Hello. My audio. Oh, my audio got switched back over here. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused right now. You can hear me, though, right? Yeah, I'm talking. My, so my internet came back, and so because I was on the call in Discord on my computer, it switched the call over. Nice. 
in the middle of me talking. So you probably heard me talking normally because I had yes. the phone in front of me anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, so when he asked me about like rating Shakiri, it's like at, being asked to rate your like childhood toy. You know, you love it. You're, it, it there's there's no way you're going to give it a low score. But and there's no reason for you to like say yes or no. Like you're going to keep it. You don't you don't care. You're going to you're going to keep your. It's like until until further notice, she carries a 10. Like that's the thing. Like you cannot you unless he does something truly bad, you're just gonna give him a ten. That's just what's gonna happen. Uh and also Amsberg is a ten, but that's just because we love him. Well, I mean, because uh, as like uh, a neutral, I looked at and my first I was just seven out seven point five out of ten, you know, good game, yeah. solid player, but he didn't do anything particularly, wasn't particularly like, incredible. It was... And like I, I would think that for most of the fire players not named Seahost really. Because Sherboko did score twice, but I mean, I could have scored those goals in theory. He just kicked the ball. I, I put my article. He just kicked the ball towards the target. That's all he did. I mean, really. the first goal was was like you know he 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 thread the needle in that one. No, he should not be shooting from there. He that shouldn't be, but he did thread the needle. He, he threaded the needle by kicking the ball straight at the goalkeeper. <laughs> that is not threading the needle. Well, well, um, uh, he 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 megged the defender in front of him as well. Man, kick ball. Man, um, kick, hit the ball first time back in the net. Yeah, that, that was effectively, <laughs> but yeah. Other than like, other than Seahost, there's no one I really watch. Oh, Shakira and Seahost, I look Wait, at them. What did, think, you, what did you think about Seahost? Seahost is, I Seahost might be one of the best signings I've ever seen in fire history. Okay, Seahost is I, absolutely incredible. If I supported this team more, I would have a Seahost kit probably by, <laughs> by by right now. I think he's absolutely unbelievable. Yes, he he finally looks like a guy the fire have gone from a top five league that actually looks like he played in a top five league before. <laughs> like that's a Bundesliga center back. That's for have some you, reason have playing you been watching, I've been watching No Little Plans. No Little Plans. The no, one. The, no. I will say the uh, the actual filmmaking work on that series is pretty dang good, and uh, they don't that that's the one place in the fire and uh, in, in like fire stuff that isn't pushing the guest own narrative. So if you wanted to look at that, go W. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you, it's actually pushing an Amsberg narrative, which is even more, like, which is even better. <laughs> and Amsberg, I don't praise as much because Amsberg, Amsberg does job. He just That's does his job. Like, Amsberg shows up to work. He he clock like Amsberg probably clocks in somehow, like an actual <laughs> machine. He they he actually asked them to set in set, yeah. set it up so he can walk in, clock in, yeah. clock out. He's, he's like, "What are my hours for this week?" He's like, "Oh, you, I mean, you're starting so <laughs> five to seven, I guess." He's like, "All right, cool. See you then, boss." Like that's what a man is probably imagines life like he's working at Walmart or something like that, where he's just like, Oh, it's time to go to work, honey. He's like, You mean your game too? He's like, I mean, it's work, isn't it? Yeah, you mean he, you mean Omsberg. You said guest on. Yeah, sorry. White Omsberg probably gets paid by the hour. Hey Um <laughs> But yeah, that, I could but Seahost, like, no offense to Omsberg, because obviously Seahost is should Omsberg, be better than Omsberg. is just do- doing his job. And something but that somebody Seahost, said Seahost is a top tier defender. Somebody bro. said that this looks like Arna Friedrich and Austin Berry. Kind of. Do you yeah. remember that? Do you remember that? Barry was different because he was better than Omsberg in terms of the potential we saw in him. But like in a, you know, in, in you have, universe, yeah. Well, you, you have, have the one a guy really good. Other. Yeah, you have a really good German defender that knows what he's doing and is able to like be a good captain for this team. And on the other side, it's it's an okay American. I don't like the term alpha and beta because obviously people that call themselves like alpha males and stuff are weird. Yeah, but no it, that, sigma that, mindset. <laughs> That that's how it is in world <laughs> football. You have an alpha center back and you have a beta center back. Liverpool had a bunch of beta center backs in the past that were all good in their own right mind, but they never had that leader. When Virgil Van Dyke stepped in, he was the alpha, and then they had betas follow alongside him. 
Joel Matip and like Kanate are good players. If you put them next to each other, it doesn't really work out. If you put Van Dyke next to one of them, they're great. Sihos, whoever he puts next to them will be better because they're playing next to Sihos. If we had Sihos next to Johan Kapelhoff and the fire hadn't waited, like, like let's imagine an alternate universe where the, the fire didn't waste Kapelhoff. And he's currently playing the way he should be right now. If the fire had Seahawks next to Kapoff, that's the best center back partnership in MLS by a country mile. I I think I think the better way to put it uh, than Alpha and Beta is more just like what I what I used to say about uh, with uh, the Washington Spirit attack when they had Roosevelt, which was Roosevelt and Ashley Hatch, like rip and tear. You need one person to give the good the 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 biggest punch possible, and then another person to clean it up. And so you have the person you have Shios is the big punch, and then Amsberg just cleans up whatever's there. He doesn't have, have to do that much work. I just think of it as like you you know Victor Lindelof, the Swedish dude from Man United. Yep, he's the best beta center back in the world. He he just <laughs> needs he, he needs an alpha next to him, and that's why he's not been good for United because he has to play with Harry Maguire next to him. If you put if you put Lindelof next to Virgil Van Dijk, he's great. And I think whisper it because obviously they wouldn't work together because they're both left footed. But Calvo next to to Shehos would be fun because you would well, have I mean, someone making up for Calvo Calvo's on the pitch. In, like Calvo on the pitch in general is fun, as uh, yeah. you know how we said with like how I said with Harry Maguire. If you put him out on the pitch, you know there's going to be goals. You just don't know with who. I think that's the same thing with Calvo. You don't know who's going to be scoring the goals, but you know there's going to be goals. Yeah, but then uh, the, the thing that for Calvo what sucks is that he never got to play with a player like Seahorse because when Calvo, you can't have Calvo be the alpha of the back line because that's just asking for chaos. <laughs> Calvo and Seahorse, or no, Calvo and Amosberg, both good center backs. If they're playing next to each other, that doesn't work out. If you put either one next to Seahorse, that's brilliant. Seahorse might be the best fire signing since Blanco. Are you going to say Blanco? Are you going to say yeah. Blanco is, is the last good signing? Well, no, best signing since Blanco. There have been obviously been other good, great signings since then, you know, the occasional ones. Like, but I think Seahorse, because Schweinsteiger's tr- tricky. I mean, uh, the, the best, the best non-DP signing since. Oh, who? by by far. I don't, I, to be fair, if you go. I like, mean, Arne Friedrich, if he wasn't injured. But the problem is, yeah, he, we never if got he, to see much yeah, of him. Yeah, we weren't able so, to see that much. But like, a, as things stand, I am so impressed with Seahorse. He is Absolutely. unbelievable. He's, he's, he's done a great job. I think to me, though, uh, this specific game, though, he was a whole lot less than usual, which is still Maybe, good. Yeah. And it's also because Borja Kansi never did much yeah, against Yeah, that's it. the thing. Like, there was nothing going on in this game for me to say anything about the defense. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it's just, it was a game that happened, effectively. Uh, the, I, I there's also something else it's, that we have to bring up. Uh, a man in the starting lineup for Kansas City. Are you? Do you know who I'm referring to? Oh, Ben Sweat. Yeah, we almost got there. Shakiri survived Ben Sweat. <laughs> Although it wasn't, it wasn't Ben Sweat. Shakiri had beef with during the game. It was someone else in Kansas City that kind of tackled him, kind of late, kind of hard. I and think Shikiri it was Funtus. Complaining. No, I think it was. Um, Wait, did it was did like, the guy get a yellow? I think it was. No, it was like the light skinned okay. black guy. Oh, maybe Duke. Uh, it was, maybe I Courtney know, Ford. I, I gotta find. Maybe, maybe it was Courtney Ford then. It but might be Courtney Ford. Shakiri kept complaining, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, "This is going to happen. It's going to be it. He's going to keep complaining. He's just going to leave." But it didn't happen. Fair play to Shakiri. That's the highlight of his season so far. Is not walking off the field against Kansas City. I don't know yeah, if the, I the have fact to that Ben's, remove what you said. <laughs> he's a light skinned black man. What you? What's wrong with that? I don't know. That it, it sounds awkward to have to describe it as that, but yeah, it's like we don't oh, know. Uh, we can't memorize the person's name, and like the number is hard to read. Yeah, it was either it was either Duke or Ford. Yeah, yeah. 
anyway, the I mean the fact that Kansas City was playing Ben Sweat as like a a a, a, a wing, wing back. back. Well, I mean yeah, they, that's kind of his position though. He they, plays they that wide midfield role. They're always going to be screwed. Yeah. No offense to Ben Sweat, but like Ben Sweat we, is. We, we talked. We said wonderful things about Ben Sweat last week. Okay, this is fine. <laughs> you don't want Ben Sweat starting for your team right now. Is what I'll say. Ben so Sweat's the just is, the guy you just like, oh, okay, we got to put someone in. Let's put Ben Sweat in. And then he starts, and you're like, oh, boy. If, ben, if the Kansas City had a – Ben Sweat would have been better if City – I can't speak right now. If Kansas City had their attacking players healthy and they could have relied on them going forward and Ben Sweat could have stayed back, then Ben Sweat would have been a good option this game. But to have Ben Sweat try to be like a creative player, that's asking for trouble. They had, the, the only guy that I can see on their bench that could have possibly done anything was uh, was uh, uh, Sionis, Mariano Sionis. The Greek guy that they got over the offseason? Cypriot. Yes, well, from somewhere in Greece. I don't know. I hear the cops on your tail right now. Yeah, Um, I'm going to have to start running in a second. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, we got... uh, The the thing is that that midfield, I'm still so worried about it. Yeah, I mean, this this fire team is not... Like, like when, when I was asked about it, like, you know... I'm I'm obviously wonderfully wonderfully witty and I have wonderful jokes and everything when I asked about it, but like I I was not kidding when I told James during the spitting fire thing that I just try not to think about our midfield. <laughs> I try not to think about our midfield because yeah. we have Gaston, who is Gaston, and we have Pineda, yeah. who I'm not sold on him being a holding midfielder. I'm I I must be one of the only people out here is not sold on him being a holding midfielder. And the way he's attacking, like I don't I don't put anything against him when he doesn't do anything when he doesn't do something good on the attacking end because that's not where he plays. It's it's just not what he not what he does. Yeah, so he he's done a job for me. What I like he he's done he's done a job. And you know what? That's fine. Navarro he hasn't really played that well when well, he's had I'm a t- chance to play if, on the pitch he, uh when he's I been just, on the pitch i don't think he's done that well if you, if you give him 90 minutes he'll he'll be if you give him 90 this. minutes uh, we'll see what happens but like this season he hasn't quite been as big as he was i just think he's not had time it's, that is, it's the that is true. Too small I because I remember I, you 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 know this when I, when I, we we're talking about the team ahead of the season I'm like the only person I'm legitimately excited for that's not named Celine obviously was is Fede because I genuinely think he's great as much as I praise Seahawks really I think Fede is just as good and if well, you have this fire team with Fede at his best Seahawks uh, and then Shakiri just kind of doing some magic stuff that's a decent team the two things I'll say. Um, this the oh, go on. Do you have one more thing? I was, I was going to say because you you were mentioning about like the player that you were excited for going to the season. Uh, for me, the player I was excited for was Duran, and Duran was not in the. They still call it an eighteen, but I think it's twenty <sighs> players now. But the yeah, what, Duran was not the eighteen. He took a he picked up a knock during practice, ah, okay. so he wasn't in there. But Bazira was on the bench. Nice. They didn't use him, but I would love to see him out there because <laughs> he is an attacking player. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gutierrez had another nice cameo. Does he start next game? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. The problem is, I think the pro- I think Ezra Ezra's just like starts in formation, start t- same, same team, don't same formation. Yeah. Don't change it. I think I think the fire might be stuck with that team until they lose, which is a weird thing to say. Which but is unfortunate. The fire, this fire team, just screams out like one of those teams where you're like they'll get exposed by someone better when they play them. 
and the then Fires they don't. Aren't gonna, but the fucking, they're no, not the, going to play against someone better that, until July. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. We, there is no one better for them to play right now. Like, if this was the Premier League, we would just wait for the Fire to play like a top six team, watch them lose 2 0, and be like, oh, yeah, this, this is what we expected. But I guess, I guess the good news for them is they play in MLS right now. And there is no yeah, good they play in MLS right now. The best, the best way I saw it summed up, it was I, I give Patrick McCraney a hard time sometimes because we, we've made it. Like, he's, he's kind of a Fire employee at this stage. You know, and he's, he's great at his job, of course. His tweet after the end was perfect, where it's like, are the Fire a good team? We don't know, but we know they're not a bad team. And that's a step forward, at least. I think. Like, yeah. I, I, don't think I don't think this Fire team anymore is bad. Because they've shown that they cannot be bad. Which is a weird thing to say about a soccer team, but like, we can watch this Fire team now and think, not bad. Good? Not... I there, don't are, know. there are six undefeated teams in MLS right now. And really? still, honestly, the fire don't look out of place, but that's mostly because of how weird the entire group is in general. It's LAFC, the fire, the crew, for some undefeated. reason, undefeated, undefeated, uh, Real Salt Lake, undefeated, okay. Minnesota United, undefeated, Minnesota, Minnesota United, undefeated. and Philadelphia feel, Union. It doesn't feel like Minnesota has played a game this season. I know. Well, they, they beat San Jose. I think the, I think the rest of MLS is a front. Yeah, I don't think these games actually happen. Like, so that's what I mean by like, it's it's not completely wrong the, to say like, yeah, the Fire are one of six undefeated teams and they don't look out of place there. But like, half the teams there look out of place. And it's weird because I had this, I had the same feeling about the Champions League like recent years, where like no team in the Champions League anymore. Because like you remember like those great Real Madrid Barcelona sides where they were like a tier above everyone else. Now it's kind of everyone's kind of the same in Europe. I don't know. I'd say. No, I think Bayern, Bayern is, no, this, this Bayern team is fraudulent. I'm telling you this well, right yeah, now. Well, yeah, obviously, like, you can say that they're fraudulent, but at the same time, like, you, you see any matchup in the, Premier, in, 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 the, in the Champions League and Bayern is one of the teams, you're going to think, the immediate thought is Bayern's probably I don't think that. I don't think that. In terms of, like, what I, what I keep thinking is, like, if you made this Bayern team play the Bayern team for, like, five years ago, they get smashed. And it's oh, weird. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's how <laughs> I feel about MLS right now. Like, if you take most of the MLS teams and made them play the five years of go version of themselves, they're getting smacked. The like, only two, the only like three teams that I think would beat the five years ago team would probably be the Fire and uh, Fire, RSL, and Minnesota. Like, obviously, be, there'd be some, of course, because MLS has changed so many, but like, there's no team that's playing at their best right now, which is really weird to think about. Seattle is not undefeated. Like, that's the thing. And aren't they going through like a number of injuries? I think that that might be a big reason why everyone feels yeah, so mid table. Yeah, yeah, maybe this is. Oh, I hope we get another Seattle Toronto final. Oh, yeah, it's all setting up perfectly. I everyone's going to stink. I think that it's going to be Seattle Toronto. Everyone's going to stink. That was stink. my prediction at the beginning of the season. It's going to be Seattle oh, Toronto. Beautiful. Yeah, I can see it now because everyone's going to stink till Seattle gets healthy. They're going to take over, and then Insignia is going to show up and then score five goals every game, and then that's going to be the Seattle Toronto final part like five or part four, part five. Uh, part I hate it. I, I hate it. it. I love it. All right. Uh, there's no uh, fire preview for next week, so there's some other stuff to mention though. But um, Harold Torres got sent off in his second game in a row. Uh, so I finally found out what happened with him, uh, where he was in the Caratero situation. He actually didn't travel because he was suspended for a red card. He came back from the red card, and he's just gotten another <laughs> red card. Wonderful, love it. Uh, so... This one was apparently a dubious red card. I have not seen the footage, but. From the people who are watching, they said, eh. So then what Jairo Torres should do, right? Is it, I assume he has to play with Atlas till the end of their season, then he comes to Chicago, right? Yes, he comes. No, he comes in May. Yes. Okay, so when, whenever, whatever is the third to last game of the season for Atlas, 
Irotor should like punt and kick someone in the just nuts. Punch someone. And, and yeah, I think, and I, I, think that, I think that might go up to Concacaf. And <laughs> okay, but like <laughs> they might kick it up there with like with like four like the fourth last game to the season. He should do what Dax McCarty did, which is enough to get a three game suspension, but nothing more. And then since he'll be suspended for the last three games anyway, he'll just fly out to Chicago and start training with the fire early. <laughs> and that's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I, I just love the fact that we now have a team of players that could definitely just be absolute, like, just good squad team. I'm down. We I'm got down. some players. We got some players that can do it. I don't know I if Ezra. I don't know if Ezra ha- has has the gall as a coach to go out there like that. But I put it in my article, and then RJ mentioned in the chat here: the fire could become the MLS Burnley. Ugly, yeah. ugly soccer. Take your chances. Don't give up many chances, and win games against teams that aren't great. Yeah, I mean, we they the fire have played four games this season, and they haven't lost any of them. <laughs> uh. Have they oh, truly want, won okay. any of them? No kidding. Uh, I want you to. Okay, so I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna tell you all of the one loss teams, and you're gonna tell me how weird that sound. How weird they sound. So one loss teams in the Eastern Conference is Red Bulls, Orlando, okay. Atlanta. <laughs> those are those are the only ones in the Eastern Conference that have only one loss. Then the Western Conference, Austin, only a single loss, and they have two wins. Yeah, but they, uh, their only loss came against the only decent team they played. So yeah, they're frauds. Yeah. Uh, FC Dallas, one loss, two wins. Colorado, one loss, two wins. Uh, Houston Dynamo, one loss, one win. And then the Timbers, one loss, one win. And like, and Dallas just messed up the Timbers too, so it's weird. It's I don't, I don't like this league Everyone's right mid-table. There's so much parity, yeah. You, 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 everyone's mid-table, spot on. Because like, you can't even say anyone's terrible this year either because Cincinnati have won two games. The only team that's terrible is Inter-Miami, but once they fire Neville, they'll go back to being mid-table. Like, they, they have a tie because they played the fire. That's true. Yeah, they, Actually, that, that's Montreal. Montreal is, is the other team that you can say is pretty terrible. There are four teams, there are four teams without a win right now. I want you to guess who Inter. all them. Montreal, Inter. Then there's two um, in the Western Conference. Vancouver's one, unfortunately, right? Yep. They've been bad start the season, but yeah. they'll, they're Vancouver, so they will cover. And then San Jose hasn't won a game, right? Yeah, San Jose. All right. But they've got Calvo, so that's funny. Yeah. Um, and like San Jose is never going to be bad, truly, because you never know. What the, they're going to win like four games in a row during the season. Matias Almeida is a genius. He has to be. He is a stupid genius, which is beautiful. He's a genius. He has to be. Otherwise, what are we even doing here? <laughs> That that that's that's the same way people describe Marcel Bielsa at least. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, other things. Uh, Gaga did not get called up to the national team, and uh, I think it was because of the injury. I think they were a bit skittish about that, and also like you're not going to put a kid out there in yeah. Azteca. That was a pipe dream for like a bunch of Fire fans to be like, "Oh, we're going to get Gaga." Desi-. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, and probably for the best not to do that to the kid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Brady and Brian Gutierrez got called up to the U20s. And uh, other fire players that were called up to their national teams. Uh, Shakiri was called up to Switzerland. Miguel Navarro was called up to, I believe it's Venezuela. Correct. It's Venez- Okay, cool. It's Venezuela. And Boris Sekulich got called up to the Serbian national team. Wait, no, it's the Slovenian <laughs> national team. 
No, incorrect. Slovakia. You, you Slovakia. somehow accidentally Damn messed it. that up a second time. And what's funny is, obviously, I, I've mentioned how much that annoys me. And during the game, Tyler Terrence called him a Slova- the Slovakian international. And I'm like, okay, so I guess uh, Tyler Terrence doesn't want to fully admit that he's Slovakian, but whatever, I'll give him that. And then near the end of the game, when like it was getting hectic, he just instinctively called him Serbian again. I'm like, Terrence, no. <laughs> Terrence, you cannot call a man who's literally getting called up to one national team, the nationality of another. You cannot be doing that. But, yeah. Uh, good for good for everyone, of course. The next fire game is going to be against FC Dallas. It's going to be next week. We'll do a full preview then. But like right now, who knows? See, seeing the way that the fire have been playing and how things have been going, and seeing how the rest of the league is going, do you want to change your uh, your pre- your your thoughts on this season on where the fire s- will finish? I will say your your claim of the fire having a good chance to make the playoffs because everyone else stinks is a good is a great shout. Obviously, you've been proven right in some aspects because <laughs> you were right about how bad everyone else is going to be. The problem is, part of me st- like okay, I think the that fi- they will be at least sixth. There are two East. ways this fire season can go because when a team plays not poorly but doesn't play well and win games. One of two things happens. They start playing well and then winning games as a result. Or they stop, they, they continue to keep playing the same way, and then they start losing games as a result. Well, One of these that... days, the performances will match the results. I well, worry for the fire that the performances won't improve much, and then the results will slide as a result. Do you think that they've been playing at least somewhat better? Because as I said, that positioning oh, thing... Better, obviously, yeah. The positioning thing... Okay, well, now, that my, now that my internet's back, I can actually pull up the heat maps. But like positioning-wise, like... They're looking a bit more like they're actually playing their positions. Uh, Gaston is playing a whole lot deeper than he probably has. They, they they claim he's supposed to be playing. He's playing a whole lot deeper. Pineda is playing a bit further forward than they said that he's supposed to be playing. And that's Lord. the thing. In, in interviews, in, in the press conferences, I believe Gaston had mentioned in the press conference about how, like, yes, uh, I'm the more attacking player. Pineda stays back more. And Gaston's the one who's staying back more maybe, maybe they're just intentionally gaslighting the rest of the league just so when Pineda pushes up everyone's confused what i will say i because the problem i have with this fire team is that obviously it's weird saying take away the goals but one was a penalty and two were quote-unquote goalkeeper mishaps i saw nothing else from that fire team going forward yeah that's still an issue but because it didn't have i don't think they had another shot that wasn't a goal i'm looking at okay so i only have all of the uh all of the touches from when from from when the fire were in the uh, basically all of the all four of the attacking players. This is what that heat map looks like, and that is not you know that's yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna work. It's, in it's a whole lot of wide. It's a whole yeah, lot of wide that, play, and they don't also, even cross the ball a lot. Yeah, and that's the thing. Also, I just really like how Shakiri. Uh, I I just like his heat map because it's just randomly. He's just got like a white hot spot in the corner for no reason. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's he's all I just over. find he's, that he, funny. He's everywhere that's not attacking midfield. Exactly. That's what's concerning. And so that 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 little blue mass there towards the right the right side of the pitch, that's Pineda's spot. Yeah, that, that is true. He does have a bit more that way. But it's also it also is because he wants to cut in on his foot on his left foot. But like that that but in the defensive zone. That's the thing. That's the defensive zone. I I think it's I think he just instinctively floats over to the right. Although I, it's weird because that shouldn't that shouldn't happen if Benet's playing further forward than Jimenez. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, Th- this fire team is like 
I would I like to send hold on. They're still coming for you. They're, they're gonna saying, find you. They're, they're sending the ambulance out after the police officers beat me up enough. <laughs> um But yeah, it's the sometimes I'll send a uh, uh, a message and I'll put a question mark but in parentheses. So it's not <laughs> really a question, but it's also kind of a question. And that's how I feel with the fire now, where you can put like the fire are okay, and then the question mark in parentheses. Because, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're four th- games in for crying out loud, man. And the thing, well, I mean, we're four games in, and as we've said before, we're not going to know until July. <laughs> None of this matters. It's <laughs> so weird. Because yeah, we're I'm sitting like- here talking about a team basically saying, yeah, cool, whatever, but like it's not gonna matter until like halfway through yeah. and suddenly it gets down to crunch time. Unless they already. start losing games big or they start winning games big, this fire team is just gonna have a season for a bit. Yeah. And I think I, that's uh, that's gonna be the entire league at this point. The entire league is just okay, gonna me, have a season. Let me look at the standings. See, cause I, I see three teams that aren't in a playoff spot that I think could pass the fire. It's going to be close. The Fire are going to be right around the playoff mark, like always. Well, I mean, obviously, NYCFC, New England, and Toronto, Toronto are, are going to end up fire. are going to end up above the Fire. That's why I said the Fire are, I think, at least guaranteed sixth place. So then, that in theory would put the Fire in sixth, and they would have to be fighting. They they would then fight with the Red Bulls, Orlando, Atlanta, DC. I'm not going to say Cincinnati because I'm not a moron. And Inter Miami will rebound this season. I pro- I've got a feeling that once they finally fire Neville, they're actually going to become a decent team this year. Well, if they don't fire Neville. <laughs> I, if they don't fire Neville, David Beckham needs to be arrested. <laughs> so th- th- there's that takeaway. Because that, that, there's got to be some scam going on there that no one knows about. If Neville is I mean, honestly, there probably is. Uh, Western Conference... I mean, uh, because, I mean, we should be looking at the Western Conference at least like to understand what is going on with this league. And even there, you don't get a picture. You don't get a clear picture of what this league is. This league is just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of teams out here. It's just a bunch of teams out here, and I don't understand them. Austin has 11 goals for already. Yeah, but they've played bombs, man. They've played Inter and Cincinnati. Yeah. And then they tied Seattle. Then again, Seattle kind of stinks. It's just, it's just, there it is. Peak example. I see Austin tie Seattle. I think oh, Austin are bums because they only tied Seattle. And then I think, wait, Seattle only tied Austin. That makes them bums. But then I realize they've only had, they had a bunch of injuries anyway. So who knows what's going on? What the uh, dog doing is the best way to describe MLS right now. <laughs> what they doing over there? Uh, actually, just saying. So there are three. T- there are three players tied for Golden Boot at the moment in the league. Carlos Vela, who has four goals. Not, okay, three of them say. were scored in the first game. Oh yeah, that's uh, okay. That happens. Uh. Lucas Zellerion, who's got four goals, and I don't know how those are spread out, but I think he's got a couple of them in two were against San Jose. Game. Two were against San Jose, so he's got a couple in a single game. And then there's uh, Brandon Vasquez, who has Cincinnati braces. tied oh, and, for Golden Boot right now, and he's got braces in consecutive games. So who knows exactly. how long that's going to last? Let me see if Zellerion is actually scored in three games at least. I don't think he has. My, oh yeah, my, by the my, way. Uh, the NYCFC player that they got from uh, Yokama Marinos, I believe he scored, actually. Oh, nice. I'm trying to def- find Cole. Oh, wait, no, I don't think that's him. Okay, wait, where is he? He's a defender. Yeah, Tiago Martins. Okay, There's, they've, got a, they've got a Tiago Martins and a Tiago. <laughs> Zara Real has scored in three games. One of them was in the 86th minute to make the game 4-0 against Vancouver, but he has scored in three separate games. Okay. 
I, I just noticed that Columbus tied the Red Bulls in the 95th minute. That's not a great performance either. And and yeah, and then their other draw was like blowing a lead to San Jose. To Francisco Calvo, you mean? To, yeah, to Calvo, specifically Calvo. <laughs> yeah, it's respect. just okay. like even even looking at like the XG table. Like even then, I'm I not like quite that. sure. The fire are still and if you just go off of like uh off of the XG table, uh not like points XG. I could I could do that calculation, but that's gonna take a while. But on like goal differential, ex, uh, expected goal differential per 90 minutes. Uh, so sorting through that, the fire is still in fourth place. Columbus are first, uh, Philly second, Red Bulls third. So the Red Bulls are considered a better team, but they did lose to Minnesota. And Columbus only has a high of an XG because they blew up Vancouver, to be fair. Yeah. And then also uh, below the fire in fifth place is Montreal for some reason in XGD by, per 90. I wouldn't be surprised that Montreal team turn, has has like a, a a random win streak too. Yeah, they've got an XG of five point of uh, five point five. They're just but the thing jobs, is, is that sure. at that point at that point it's like by point five three for the fire. That's that's their positive XGD by per ninety is po- uh, plus point eight eight, and then no wait oh no the fire is actually positive uh, point five three, and then you get to Montreal and that's like. 0.27 and then it already goes into the negatives once you get down to the list a bit more. MLS uh, is weird. The only team with a with a uh z- absolute zero XGD. You want to guess who that is? It's in the Western Conference. Seattle? No. Gone? You have to th- you have to think of just like the most like right in the middle there. Because the problem is Vancouver sucks out the season, so it wouldn't be them. Uh who's usually the seventh seed in the West? I'm blanking. Colorado? That's, a, that's, that, that's your problem. You're thinking about a team that was in the West. It's actually Nashville. Of course. That's funny. Yeah, that's, I, I forgot they just Nashville's got to the West. West. <laughs> of course. I forgot they're in the West. That's nice. They Charlotte's have, a, Charlotte's a soccer team that zero. exists. Yeah, Charlotte is a soccer team that exists. Uh, they, they're actually on the bottom. So you want to hear what the bottom teams are? I mean, this, this is probably going to be the matters. end of it. But uh, San Jose has a negative 1.79 XGD per 90. Which is like further below zero than like the top team is above zero. Uh, then it's uh, Vancouver with a negative 0.93, uh, negative no, 0.95, and then Charlotte with a negative 0.9. So yeah, sure. you know, stuff and things are happening. But they won't be happening next week. They Enjoy won't be. Well, I mean, there's there's some there's some MLS teams that are going to play. What? Yeah, some MLS teams are going to be playing. Uh, this weekend, oh, wait, Charlotte who? against Cincinnati, which is going to be an absolute banger. Why? Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold why, <laughs> on. Why Saturday, teams... on Saturday, wait, Charlotte and Cincinnati. Well, I mean, you that, think that, that they, uh, they think they've got any players good enough to be called up by the national teams? I believe, I believe you, but that that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> that does not sound correct. Charlotte why versus is... Cincinnati. Oh man, they got a rivalry game here too. Sporks against RSL on Saturday. Say March twenty sixth. Yeah, that's this week. Why are there games on this weekend? Uh, and then on Sunday, it's going to be Portland against Orlando. Why are there three games? Why do six MLS teams have to play during the international break that no other teams have to? You know. And then, like, they're not even off the next week either. And they're not, they're not in the CONCACAF Champions League. I, I'm, I, that's pissed me off for some reason. 
everyone that's not a fan of Charlotte, Cincinnati, Sporting, Real Salt Lake, Portland, Orlando, enjoy the international break. Uh, the the uh, United States might not qualify for the World Cup. Well, we're we're the we're uh, we're are, we're we're uh, technically closet RSL fans on this podcast, aren't we? Uh, RSL Vancouver, you're a DC United fan. My dad's a, a Charlotte a Charlotte fan, so I'll be my proxy. Oh, well, and Minnesota. Say, I didn't, and Minnesota. I didn't realize I didn't realize this game is before the next um, episode. The uh, the U.S. national team might play a B team at the Azteca because they want to prioritize a game against Panama, which is an indictment on how bad things have gone for the U.S. as of late. Okay, I just found something, and you're gonna love this. So the so whoscore.com has like you know the aggregation of like you know the player ratings for every single sure. game so far. And so there is already a best 11. The one that I sent you is from this past week. Uh, but there is a best 11. And I want you to guess who the two the center season? backs are. Yes, for the entire season. Because you will love who these two center backs are. Is it Seahost and Calvo? It is Omsberg and Calvo. <laughs> Beautiful. How is Omsberg out of Seahost? No offense to Omsberg. I think because of this past game, Seahost randomly got a lower score. Interesting. Because Osberg has 7.3 on the season. Why does Jimenez have an 8.2? You know, Jimenez, that's, Jimenez we, we've talked about. Yeah, that, we've, we've talked about that already. All right. Go on. Go on, Calvo. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Osberg and Calvo who are the top center backs, according to who scored. Good. Good. Uh, the two strikers. I, I'm not going to ask you for names, but the two strikers. Guess what teams they're from? Something stupid like is it one is one of them from Austin? Yes. Yeah, so that, that's the Juicy dude probably or Uruti or one of those yeah, dudes. Is it Vasquez then? Yep. Yeah, that's what we deserve. <laughs> what we deserve, everyone. This is what we deserve in life. I'm gonna this send almost, you the entire thing now. This MLS season is going to be punishment for all the sins we've all committed as a as a society. Yeah, honestly. It is just but I've never heard of that Philadelphia right back in my life. Why is Pedro Santos a left back now? I don't know, man. Who's is that? Frankie Amaya midfield. Frankie isn't Amaya, isn't that RJ's boy? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Bill Hamid, man. Okay, he had such All a right. bad game against the Fire too. Like, yep, he could have. He could have. He could have stopped Bornstein's goal. I would have said Dane St. Clair, but the thing is, is that Dane St. Clair has only played in two games. Of course, two out of yeah. four games for uh, it's, it's, it's Minnesota. What we deserve. It's what we deserve. Um, I've been watching uh, Letterkenny. So that's fun. You have you ever heard of Letterkenny? I thought I thought David Letterman stopped doing uh, broadcasting. No, Letterkenny is Letterkenny is actually uh, Canadian. It's Canadian. No, no appreciation for the David Letterman joke. I understand. I understand your joke, and I hated it, so I didn't say uh, anything. That made me. That made me. That made <laughs> I me understood. Smile. I understood your joke, and I hated it. <laughs> if no one else make me smile, at least I make me smile. Uh, I got no idea who Lenetti or whatever. Letterkenny is a it's a it's it's a Canadian show. Look it up; it's very funny. I can send uh, you a video of it. You know what else is funny? The David Letterman show starring David Letterman. You know what else uh, is funny? This podcast, TV. guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Jiggly. I've not been David Letterman. He retired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm still odd man. You're typing, hey. so the episode's gonna end whether or not I want it to. <laughs> Eat the rich.